Well, thanks so much, Dave. It's a pleasure to be here again, and I'm just really grateful for the opportunity to um, be part of your show once a month. So we have a very special guest today, Dr. Mark Goodwin, who is a professor of theology at the University of Dallas. He's worn a lot of hats over the years, including being a dean of the School of Ministry, longtime chair of our Department of Theology. He is a um, well-known biblical scholar, and we're going to talk about some elements of of his own research emphases and how they relate to his teaching and then I want to look a little bit at at some of the the changes that we've made at the University of Dallas with respect to theology instruction and ministry instruction. So welcome to the show, Dr. Goodwin. Thank you. Good morning, Dr. Sanford. So you know, one thing that I, I like to to emphasize on this show is when I when I interview one of our our uh, faculty members is is talk about what inspired them to become the the master of this or that discipline. And, and there is no more important discipline than theology when it comes to thinking about the, the spectrum of knowledge. And there is no more important text than the Bible, it seems to me. And, and could you tell us what, what inspired you to, to become a, a scholar of the Bible? Sure. Uh, when I was young, I was uh, kind of a, like a nerd. I, I liked reading books more than doing anything else. And so at a certain point, my mom actually introduced uh, my brothers and I to the Bible. Uh, She um, thought it would be a good idea for us to read passages of Scripture during the Lenten season, so for 40 days. Uh, And this was around the time of the Second Vatican Council, when Catholics were freer to pursue uh, private uh, study of the Bible. So I have to give credit here to my mom who uh, got me uh, hooked on the Bible. Uh, when I started reading the Bible, uh, I just became fascinated with it. It was this huge, sprawling book uh, full of mystery and, and beauty. Mm-hmm. And I began to get hooked on uh, various parts of it and began to understand how important it was to uh, my Catholic identity. And so uh, ever since that uh, early time, I'm just really fascinated and uh, hooked on the Bible. You know, so it's, it's, it's one thing to, to um, become fascinated by the Bible and, as, as you put it, hooked on it. And, and in fact, I, I hope and pray that all of our listeners um, and all of our students at the University of Dallas will, will become similarly, um, uh, enchanted isn't the right word, but, but just um, vivified by their engagement with the Word of God, but it, yes. it, it's another thing to to become a a scholar. I mean, you, you your your study of the Bible um, became a, a, a really a, a vocation and a lifelong affair. And when was it that you decided? You know, I I don't want to just live with the Bible and study it as as a, an avocation. I I've got a calling to um, dedicate yeah. myself to this. Yeah, I think um, uh, teaching was a, uh, a critical experience for me, a crucial experience in terms of my growth and development. Growing up, I never thought I would be a teacher mm-hmm. of the Bible. I kind of fell into it by chance. After getting a master's degree uh, in theology, I found a job teaching in an all-boys Catholic high school in central Massachusetts in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. 
And I loved it. I fell in love with the teaching of the Bible and theology. And I couldn't believe they were paying me to do something <laughs> that I absolutely loved. Yeah. Um, I got to share my passion on, on a daily basis uh, with my students. And I thought, hey, maybe this uh, is the reason uh, why God put me on uh, this earth. Mm-hmm. And so I began to pursue this path. And after uh, doctoral work, I took up teaching on the college level mm-hmm. and was very blessed to find uh, a job teaching scripture at the University of Dallas in 1993. And I absolutely uh, love uh, teaching at UD. Yeah. As much as I enjoy doing administration, my, <laughs> my, real, my real love here, the high point of any no. given week during the semester is being in the classroom uh, with the students. Yeah, and, and, and for our listeners, there's, there's a, a, a little irony behind that, that uh, proclamation of enjoyment about the administrative work. You know, it, um, you, you really are a, a true teacher, Dr. Goodwin, and, and, and we're, we're so grateful for the additional ways that you've been called upon and responded to, to uh, service at the university. Thank so, you. Yeah. So the, the, um, the, the art of teaching the Bible, what, 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 um, what do you want your students to, to walk away from? You know, all, all of our students at the University of Dallas um, take a, um, a course on, on the Bible. We call it Understanding the Bible. And um, whether they're a business major or a biology major, um, they're, they're reading the Bible. And, and what, what do you want to impart to our undergraduate students who are, who are hopefully, um, you know, this won't be their, their one and done study of, of the Bible. Right. but but what do you want them to walk away from? Um, there, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, there are several points here uh, to make. Um, obviously, in a Catholic uh, context here, the Bible is a vehicle of divine revelation. It's, it's the, one of the ways in which God speaks directly to us. Um, you know, in the Catholic Mass, uh, there is the liturgy of the word in which, uh, you know, the scripture is proclaimed. And as Catholics, we believe that God speaks to us mm-hmm. uh, in this way. And so one of the things that uh, I think is very important in scripture courses is to uh, highlight the divine dimension of, of scripture. Mm-hmm. And as a way of, um, of uh, getting in touch with God or as a way of understanding God. Mm-hmm. Uh, a second point, and again, this is part of a Catholic tradition, uh, part of a Catholic tradition of faith-seeking understanding mm-hmm. is uh, that uh, the students of the Bible in my classes can also come to a better intellectual grasp of their Catholic faith mm-hmm. uh, through uh, studying uh, God, um, humanity, and the world. Um, in a sense, we learn about ourselves and who we are mm-hmm. from the Bible, uh, why we are here and the ultimate destiny of, of humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so these are, these are some of the great foundational truths yeah. uh, of the Bible. So uh, having some sense of, of, uh, of God, mm-hmm. a lively sense of God in Scripture, uh, but also uh, deepening their intellectual apprehension mm-hmm. of not only the Bible, but of their, uh, their Catholic faith or, or uh, sense of God. Yeah, no, that's, that's wonderful. So you know, let's let's think about, um, um, or if if you could describe, um, not just any student now, right? So this this is something we want 
all of our students to experience through through the core curriculum um, to to understand the Bible in relation to other texts, but also to understand the Bible as as um, foundational to the Catholic faith. And and so there's there's both um, sort of wisdom literature approach and and intellectual avenues that intersect, but then also there there is a, a devotional and 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 uh, liturgical dimension yeah. to their familiarity, um, their love for the Word of God. You, you've, you've got, um, uh, we've got a concentration in theology, we've got a major in theology, we have, we have a master's degree in theology, and we even have a master's of divinity um, that, that priest in yeah. formation through uh, Redemptorist Mater Seminary um, participate in. So with, as you think about those different stages, um, do, do, you, do you shift the emphasis in terms of, of um, your, your teaching uh, for, for those who want more um, and, and anticipate having different kinds of careers, some in ministry, um, some in, in um, um, uh, further um, research? Some of our students go on and get doctorate degrees in, in theology and come back right. to teach it, as in the case of Dr. Andrew Glixman. Right. Yeah, our chairman, uh, Dr. Andrew Glixman. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we teach um, scripture, we teach theology at different levels, um, and I think there's a, a, a common uh, core of uh, things that we teach there. I think the pedagogy uh, might uh, shift a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you move from undergraduates into graduate uh, students, uh, you know, you can, with graduate students, uh, you, you're getting adults who bring a, a life experience, more life experience to the classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you can expect, I think, uh, a little bit more there. Mm-hmm. But I think in terms of um, what we teach, there, there are common core elements, whether it be in systematic theology, moral theology, or, or scripture. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, that, that's very helpful. So let's um, let's maybe talk about some of the 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 additions that we've now made to the the work of theological instruction at the University of Dallas. We we recently, uh, until very recently, had had something we called the the Newhoff School of Ministry at the University of Dallas, and um, um, that school no longer exists in, in 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 a way, but in another way, its its work has been amplified. So. Um, all of the the degree programs emphasizing um, pastoral ministry and and um, uh, ways in which we're orienting our our students, both undergraduate and graduate, to to lives of of service to the church, have been incorporated into the theology department and um, the continuing education work at the School of Ministry is now in a new institute that we call the Newhoff Institute. Yes for ministry and evangelization. And we're, we're looking for an executive director of that institute right now. We've got a, a search up and running, and, and uh, there we provide diaconate formation. We provide uh, the Catholic Biblical School. We're building out additional programs that will reach our youth. Um, there's a, a real hunger for um, um, re-evangelization, new evangelization, particularly after what has... Um, um, occurred because of COVID, where where so many people have been forced, oftentimes to be distant from the sacraments. But you know, we're we're, we're we want to be part of the 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 work of the church in in reigniting a love 
for the faith and uh, bringing Jesus to to those who have not really encountered him. Everyone seems to have heard of Jesus, but but a, a real encounter with yeah. with Jesus through the sacramental life, through through our shared love. So. Um, and that that encounter takes place not just in the work of the Newhoff Institute for Ministry and Evangelization, but also in your work within the Department of Theology that now includes this this ministerial emphasis in addition to sort of a, a classical approach to to theology. Yeah. So could you could you talk a little bit about this transition? You you've been closer to this than than anyone else. You work closely with Dr. Glicksman, but you were over the School of Ministry as dean for a period of time, and and now have been an essential part of this this transition process. And what what excites you about this? What 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 are your hopes for um, the work that we're doing now in in theology with with ministry included? Yeah, so good questions there. Um, so both I and Andrew Glicksman, who is the chair of the department, have begun the work of transitioning Newhoff's graduate ministry programs uh, into the theology department and into the Braniff Graduate School. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition, um, we have retained, of course, the, um, the undergraduate pastoral ministry major, which will stay in Constantine College. The, the undergraduate college on the campus. Mm-hmm. And so while the School of Ministry has closed down, its uh, degree programs continue in the Department of Theology. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are we have the same uh, programs, the same courses, the same faculty who have uh, previously taught these courses now located in the Department of Theology. Mm-hmm. And we offer three master's programs um, the MTS, the Master of Theological Studies, mm-hmm. the MCM, the Master of uh, Catechetical Studies, and then the MPM, the Master of uh, Pastoral uh, Ministry. Mm-hmm. And so these uh, courses provide not only uh, rigorous uh, theological grounding, uh, mm-hmm. a grounding in, in Catholic theology, but they also offer a dimension of uh, a hands-on and practical type, mm-hmm. in which uh, our students get a chance to do field education and to do internships and to go out and to, to learn the practical art of, of pastoral ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, one of our grad students just completed a year-long internship at the Children's Hospital uh, in, in Dallas, and so he has the practical mm-hmm. uh, experience now of seeing uh, what it's like to be a hospital chaplain in, mm-hmm. in a children's hospital. Mm-hmm. And so we provide not only uh, a, a good grounding in uh, in Catholic formation, Catholic theological formation, um, but we are in the process of creating youth ministers and catechists and mm-hmm. hospital chaplains who also have the practical uh, side of, of uh, pastoral ministry. That, that's great. Thank you for that. And and it's truly tremendous work. How, how do you understand the the um, um, sort of the the order of theology? You you use this phrase practical theology, which is sometimes used in place of of ministry. And and I sometimes um, you know I, I I think of of Martha and Mary, um, right. where 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 Martha is is. Um, um, you know, we, we sometimes think that she's she's being chided. She's she's doing good work. She's serving the Lord. She's serving all of the guests in in their home. <laughs> yeah. And 
And, and that's absolutely essential. And, and our Lord says to Mary, you know, uh, she's, she's chosen the better portion um, and, and it won't be taken from her. And that better portion in, in our tradition, we sometimes think of that as, as a more contemplative approach to, to theology. But it, it's, it's not as though those two are meant to be entirely divorced. There's just a, an order of one to the other and, and, a, um, and a person engaged in practical theology our ministry, it seems to me, is fed from the Marth uh, stream, yes, but but that stream is is fed also from the Mary stream, and and so too for Mary. You know, no no contemplative is purely contemplative. There's there's ministerial work, but that's that's how right, I think right. about it. I, I'd like to hear how how a theologian thinks about that. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a good example, Martha uh, and Mary. There, so um, Catholic life is also Catholic practice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a total life orientation that certainly involves um, a, a system of beliefs. It involves uh, the sacraments uh, and mass, attendance at mass, uh, but it also involves uh, an outreach to uh, the community, loving your neighbor, right? Love mm-hmm. God and love your neighbor. And so uh, the loving your neighbor uh, can take many forms, of course, uh, but there's all, also a practical component to it. And mm-hmm. so uh, the, the, the ministry programs attempt to provide formal training and, and um, uh, real-life experience in, uh, in practicing the love of neighbor. Mm-hmm. Again, youth ministry, uh, catechesis, uh, hospital ministry, and a host of other uh, uh, forms of, of pastoral ministry. So mm-hmm. Uh, we need all of these uh, arrays of, of experiences. Uh, again, um, a Catholic life and practice is a total life orientation rooted in God, rooted in Christ, rooted in the sacraments, but that should lead to um, some sense of responsibility for those around you, the love, loving your neighbor as, as yourself. Mm. Oh, that's, that's beautifully said. Thank you. You know, I, I want to expand out a little bit. Uh, we've been focusing on this this combination of of um, uh, ministry within the Department of Theology, and I mentioned before we we have now a new institute, the Newhoff Institute for Ministry and Evangelization. We're we're also um, establishing another new institute. We've been partnering with uh, Bishop Burns and the diocese, as well as with the Catholic Foundation to establish a homiletics institute at the University of Dallas. And we're very close to um, closing the deal, so to speak, with an executive director of that homiletics institute. And it's, it's got, in some ways, a, a kind of a laser focus on, on um, improving preaching of our priests and deacons in the Diocese of, of Dallas. That's, that's um, um, not in any way to, to suggest that... <laughs> yeah. that um, you know, there's a radical deficiency, but but um, the priests themselves um, have expressed the desire for yeah. uh, finding ways to become better homilists, and and so too our deacons, and and then you know what as as we're serving the needs of our of our our priests and deacons, we imagine um, partnering with with other dioceses down the road. Um, we also provide homiletics um, education. Within within the degree programs of both ministry and and theology, insofar as as uh, we've got the the masters of divinity, and and I mentioned yes. before that the Redemptorist Mater seminarians all receive their academic formation through us. So, you know, with with these these really it's three 
three units, if you will, at the University of Dallas, the, the, the foundational academic unit of the Department of Theology, which has both, both traditional and, and ministerial theology, and then uh, ministry and evangelization outreach to, to particularly lay Catholics through the Newhoff Institute of Ministry Evangelization, and, and then the Homiletics um, Institute. How, how, do you, how do you see all three of these, these working together at the University of Dallas, Dr. Goodwin? I think uh, that... Uh, well, let me let me say that I think in all three cases, uh, one of the common elements is um, that they they tangibly and directly serve the Diocese of Dallas, the local mm-hmm. uh, uh, Catholic community. And um, one of the founding figures of the University of Dallas, Bishop Thomas Gorman, mm-hmm. in the 1950s, envisioned the University of Dallas as uh, uh, serving uh, the Diocese of Dallas and having that tangible and direct uh, connection to the Diocese of Dallas. So I think what, what um, binds these three units together is this uh, common uh, vocation or mission of, of service, uh, as well as, I would say, contributing to the Catholic identity of the University of Dallas. Mm-hmm. And so these, these units um, um, are uh, emphasizing um, the, the Catholic uh, character of the university. Uh, and this is not to say that other departments don't have um, a, a Catholic character. You right, know, right. Other departments do, but uh, it's, it's much more explicit and, and uh, palpable uh, in, in terms of Catholic character. See, to see the theology department now with the, the ministry programs, mm-hmm. uh, the Newhoff Institute, and then the Augustine Institute with uh, the homiletics uh, training, mm-hmm. all extremely uh, important in terms of building up the body of Christ in the local uh, diocese of Dallas. Yeah, no, that that's great, and I I like the way you you um, qualified, um, you know, it, the the relationship to Catholicism and other departments. Right, one should not have right. the impression that that theology only matters for those who are teaching theology. It matters in a special way. And, and that's why, for instance, you know, in following with uh, the apostolic constitution of Ex Corde Ecclesiae, we, we ensure that all of our, our um, instructors in theology, all of our faculty um, have a, a mandate to, to teach, a kind of license from, from our, our bishop. Um, we don't have that in, yeah. in, in other departments, but... Um, because they're not teaching theology, and yet, and yet, the, the the Catholic character of the university manifests itself in in all disciplines. And you know, yesterday yeah. was or recently was the the feast of of Saint Bonaventure, and I, I was thinking of of one of his texts, the the um, uh, sort of the 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 I'm trying to think of of how best to translate this, but the the collapse or or the the um, drawing back of all disciplines to theology. Um, he explores the relationship between different disciplines, but theology in a way is the beginning and and the end, right? Because theology is the science of of God, logos of God. And, and he says at the very end, uh, when we see God face to face, logos won't be necessary anymore. There'll, there'll be a, a direct contact. Yes. But, but it's, a, it's a beautiful image that, that uh, St. Bonaventure gives us of the relationship of the other disciplines, just as God is the alpha, the beginning, and the end of, 
of everything. So too is he the the beginning and the end of our studies, but each of the other studies have a a, a special um, emphasis, a, a, a disciplinary distinction all their own, and yet is relatable um, to, yes. to, to theology. Yeah. That's right. So there is an autonomy of the disciplines, mm-hmm. uh, which is important, and they have their own uh, distinctive methods and approaches um, to the sciences. But ultimately, um, again, I go back to this uh, principle, faith-seeking understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, so the uh, Catholic faith seeks to understand God, of course, but also uh, the human person and the world around us. Mm-hmm. And so the full range of uni- university disciplines is um, a part of this, this understanding of things, a coherent uh, understanding of mm-hmm. uh, the university, right? That's right. Uh, universal uh, here, and Catholic, of course, meaning uh, universal as well. Yes. Well, we're almost to the very end of our time, Dr. Goodwin. Hard to believe it goes so fast. I often yeah. ask guests what, what, what book to read. Um, I, I, you know, it, 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 I think your favorite book is probably the Bible. Um, but but um, <laughs> yeah. um, any, 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 um, any direction on, on what to read or, or how to read or, uh, that you'd like to leave for our, our, uh, our listeners? Well, um, I've been particularly fascinated with Paul and his letters uh, for the past few years. Mm-hmm. And so there are uh, some good books out there um, on, on Paul and his letters. And if I could be a, a little shameless here in promoting my recent book mm-hmm. on Paul and participation in Christ. And participation in Christ for Paul mm-hmm. was a kind of sacramental union mm-hmm. uh, with the living Christ uh, as a part of the lived experience of of Christians and, and, and Catholic uh, experience, of course. Mm-hmm. And so, but there are a lot of good books out there uh, on. There's, there's no, all. there's no shame in mentioning your recent book. Um, and, <laughs> and, right. I, and I have no doubt that people would benefit from, from reading it. Um, so it's, it's been such a pleasure to talk with you, Dr. Goodwin. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your work at the university of Dallas. And thank you, Dr. Sanford. Okay.